Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and coming to you on a beautiful Sunday when I'm recording this. Uh, you guys will get this released on Friday. I was going to be doing a different podcast today, but end up switching it back. Uh, we're going to have a cool guest coming on. I'm excited to have him on and uh, just got stuck in traffic. So we will be doing a new one. But before I get started, if you guys are watching on the YouTube, I'm showing the t-shirt I broke in, have sent them out. I'm actually going to have to put a new order in because we've sent so many out, which is amazing. The back just says new to medical device sales. So if you guys have listened to the podcast, bought the ebook, have used the strategies from this resource to break into the industry and have gotten in, please reach out. I would love to send you a t-shirt, uh, just a little thing to say thank you and uh for listening and also just a big congratulations to you because i know how hard it is to break into this industry so i'd love to just give you like a little present for you guys to remember it by if you guys are watching on youtube please press that like and subscribe button so we can grow this channel same if you guys are listening on the podcast a five-star review helps us and again if you guys are interested in learning how i got four job offers from top 30 medical device sale companies with no sales experience check out the uh, link in the description. I always blank on that. Um, it's in the show notes at newtomedicaldevicesales.com where we have my ebook. And again, we will be posting a new ebook here in the next following months. Uh, again, just working on editing. It's going to be about my first year in, how I broke in, and excited to get that to you guys so you guys can just, again, see what my first year is like in more depth. That I can also share some experiences and just things that I would do even more, um, just again, more in depth than I do on here because I had more time to think about it. I'm able to go in and it's going to be a little longer. So excited to get that to you guys. But today I'm coming out. I, I ended my last podcast kind of going on a little uh a little tangent about this. And, and so I, I said I would make a whole podcast. And, and again, majority of you, if you didn't listen to the whole podcast, you wouldn't have heard that last in. But a common question I get asked is on-site specialist roles. You know, a striker has these. Um, I know BD. There's, there's all these different big companies that will have these roles about, hey, you could work for these top companies and you could get your foot in the door, but you're not a sales rep. You're not an associate sales rep. Should you do it? Should you really break in this way? And maybe this is a stepping stone for you to break into the industry. Uh, so I wanted to just cover that in more depth today because it's something that I've actually had a lot of questions. I actually was on three calls this week with people getting offered it. I got offered it. I never talked about it because, again, it, I didn't think it was, you know, it's it's not a role in sales, right? And it's not a role in medical device. They, they make you feel that way, but it's not. Um, and so I just wanted to, like, give my thoughts again. Now, when I say all this to everybody who likes to message me and people who listen to my podcast but have nothing to do with the podcast, uh, I just want to put this and make it as clear as I can. This is my opinion. This does not make it right. This is not the end-all, be-all. This is my opinion as someone who wanted to break into medical device sales, wanted to come and make an impact right away, and wanted to land the role that I wanted and have success. And as of right now, knocking on some wood, I have had some great success. So again, take that with a grain of salt of I'm a person who, as you guys can tell by now, if you guys have watched me on the podcast, I give it to you straightforward. I don't sugarcoat it. It is what it is. Um, and I'm a person who, if I want something, I go all in. I'm a, a type A personality. I'm addictive personality. Like if I want something, I'm going to just focus on that and go sole source until I get it. Don't care what anybody says. That's who I am. All right. So I, I just always try to make that as clear as I can, because 
that might not be you and that's okay. But I, I, that's who I'm talking to. Um, because again, that's why I decided not to go to medical sales college. That's why I decided not to go to B2B and all this other stuff, which we'll touch on is because I just had enough belief in myself and felt like, Hey, I have the tools to make things work, um, with it. And so again, this is my opinion. Always take it with a grain of salt. And, and I say that to everyone because you know, I, I'm, I'm brand new into this. I'm, I'm one year in, I'm having more success. I'm having more experience. And again, I, I do feel like, um, you know, I, I give some good sound advice, especially from, you know, all the screenshots I get from people breaking in and saying, thank you. But again, I'm not the only one. There's other people to talk to other people who have other experiences. Like I say this all the time, you know, like, you know, I've had Jay on here, Jay Pendleton, great experience, 20 plus years, you know, like he's the dude, like I like to learn from him. He's going to, he'll probably give you some answers differently than I would. And that's a great thing, right? Because he's got more experience. I can always learn from him, you know, but this is just my experience. And this is what my opinion is to people. So again, I just always want to make that as clear as I can be, or as I can, because I don't, it's it's always funny to me when people will listen to this podcast and then they'll come and slide into the DMs and they're like, well, you missed this or you didn't do that or they send me a text and I'm like, okay, cool, but like, make your own podcast, do your own thing if you want to talk about it, right? Like, so again, that's just me on a tangent. That's me as being real as I can be. I really don't care if people watch this and it hurts their feelings because I'm not here to make your feelings feel good. I'm here to get you guys jobs and also to the people who have their own podcast or whatever going on and they want to watch mine and listen to mine and tell me what I could do better. I feel like they could just take that time and actually just do their own podcast and shows and they might be a little happier. So going into it before I just go on another tangent, let <laughs> let us go into should you be a on-site specialist? So again, what these are, these are entry levels. If you guys don't know what they are, like, again, I don't know let us alone, like, you know, I've said Striker, BD, some of these bigger companies, again, also have to be smart with what I say legally. But I, what I have understood when I got pitched the job was it was going to be, you know, you're going to be at a location. Maybe you have one or two, but for the majority, what I took was you're going to be at one location. You're going to be the specialist of a product at that location, and you're going to do all the work there. Um, and you know, when I talked to some of them, some of them would be like, Hey, you're going to be on, on the job site for 12, 14 hours, you know, six to six, six to eight, like you're doing these cases and you're in charge and, and, and you can help the reps, right? You're going to be a resource of the reps. Um, but you're not a rep, you're not an associate rep. And so that's what I really want to talk to you guys about is, is this a great way to get your foot in the door? And let me give you my opinion and why I feel this way. I personally don't think it's a great way to get your foot in the door. And here's why. When they they pitched the job to me, it's very entry level, right? And when I say entry level, you don't need experiences. Really, anybody can do it. And you could be making, you know, uh, 40,000, I think is what they pitched to me, 45. And that was actually going to be in like Santa Clara area of California. If you guys don't know that, I did an internship there in college when I was trying to break into strength and conditioning. But if you guys don't know that is like how as expensive as it can be, right? Like I, to give you an example, four years ago when I was doing it for strength and conditioning, I lived in an Airbnb, paid a thousand dollars to live there. And that was a great deal that I got told a lot of times. So you can imagine if you're making $40,000 and then you take the taxes out of it, now you're making 28, 32, whatever it is. Well, you break that down. You're not even making three grand a month after taxes. And then it's like, oh, you have a thousand dollar rent. Well, now you have a thousand bucks to get groceries, get gas, all that stuff. Right. And so that's why my opinion is of the intro level 
uh, position when it's that low, it's not a great because it's it's very hard to do a living. Now, here's my thing. If you're right out of college, you're used to being broke. You're used to not having money. Um, and, and when I say that, it's not mean. I'm just saying like, you know, I came out, you're trying to get started. You're used to living off of pennies. You know, you can make $60 last a week, like <laughs> lived it, been there. Um, you know, maybe that's something you want to do, but here, here's my opinion. Here's what the reason I say no again, they're going to tell you, you're going to do it. You're going to be a resource. You're going to help the reps. You can make relationships with the reps, right? And then if you do a good enough job in one to two years, you have the opportunity. Again, you're not going to funnel into it. You have the opportunity to become an associate sales rep, which again is the entry level of med device. So if then you get the associate sales rep, then you've got to do another one to two years before you're looking at a full line sales rep. So in all in all, you're looking at dedicating four to five years before you're ever a full line sales rep. And then like, here's my whole talk, right? Because everybody sees, you know, financially what full line sales reps can make. Um, and again, it can be a good living and they are like, oh, I want to do this. Well, if you're like, hey, I'm 22, 23, I want to break in. I want to do this. That again, might not be a horrible idea, but you're again, this is my whole talk. It's a gamble. It's a gamble because you go do this. Maybe it's not the, what you thought. And also what will be harder is if you do it and you're working a lot and you make no money right? Like that was always something for me when I was like in strength and conditioning again, not, not bagging on it. I, I still like it. I still do it. Um, private sector, but like in the, in the college world, it was like, you go work 14 hours a day and then it's like, you want to take your girl out on a date and you can't like, I couldn't take anyone on a date because I'm like, shoot, I can barely buy groceries this week. And that like, for me, that just didn't sit well. Again, some people that, that might not matter. Money might not be the biggest thing, but I'll be real. If you're trying to get in sales, money's probably something that is on your mind. Um, so again, with these on-site specialists, this, this would be my opinion. And again, what I would do if I was it. and this was, this is what I did, right? They, they offered me that. And in my head, I said, that doesn't make any sense. Why would I go work and do all these hours and, and, dedicate all this time to possibly get a job as an associate to do that for two years to possibly become a full line sales rep, right? In my head, you know, everybody says you want to go get that B2B sales experience. They always say ADP, CentOS, paychecks, you know, like um, enterprise, all these B2B sales and go be really good at that. If you're a president club winner, then you go. Now, here's why I say that. A, you got to learn how to sell because I I promise you majority of the time, an associate sales rep, they'll take, uh, they will take somebody who is a great salesperson over a person who knows how to run a machine, right? Like, or a product. And again, if you're just trying to go to that product, maybe you got the chance to come in, right? But a lot of times they're, they're worried about sales. So they want to know that you know how to sell. So it's like, what are we going to gamble on the person who can talk to a doctor, but has just been helping out? Or, or are we going to go to the person who's been a president club winner at these ADPs, CentOS, blah, 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 right? So again, that's why I would say most likely they're going to take a sales position over. So I would go get the sales experience because even from there, you're going to go anywhere from that. Because when you're going a specialty and you're trying to do just one product, you're kind of pigeonholing to be like, what this? And maybe you'll be an associate in that one position, right? Compared to if you go and work a B2B sales job, first off, you're going to get experience where sales is going everywhere. No matter where you're at, sales is sales is sales. I say that all the time. But number two, if you're good at it, you'll make money. Right, like if you're good at ADP and you hit President Club winner, you probably made some money doing it, right? Because you're getting paid off of 
your percentage or your quota or whatever it is. So that's always my advice is that even if you're a young person, why not go get sales experience, see what it actually tastes like and what it feels like to get yelled at, to get told no, to get some wins even, right? And and then also to see what it looks like on a commission check when it's like, hey, I did that. That's pretty cool. Oh, my bank account looks like that compared to if you're just going and sitting on the side and you know working at the hospital for that stuff. And then even so we'll and transfer and off to onsite specialists, these entry level roles, you know, I talked to another person last week, they got offered to go, it was entry level, they were going to be traveling the whole, pretty much the West United States, but he made it sound like maybe the whole United States, but basically the West region. So he's going to be on planes all the time going to different locations. And then he's going to go and like, make sure that the uh, hospitals that are on stock with their product have it and he's going to scan them in and make sure they're always fully stocked and going and just going bam 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 right and this is the thing as somebody who's done it somebody who thought about it i was like oh living on an airplane would be great and then it's like it is until like week three again i haven't been that crazy where i was traveling every week but that was a position that i actually interviewed for i was going to be traveling three weeks out of the year or three weeks out of the month sorry three weeks out of the month so i might get one week at home and then this is what i tell people it sounds great you're going to see some cool stuff. You'll get some mileage. Again, if you're young and you want some miles and go do that stuff, it's cool. But in the same respect, it's like, A, it's entry level. They're going to pay you no money. B, yes, they'll pay for your flights. They'll pay for your hotels. You'll do that stuff. But like if you saw Southwest, they just canceled all their flights. So if that's you, you just got canceled. Now you're getting rebooked. Now you just got a delay. You're doing that. And now you've done that three weeks in a row and you don't even have any clean clothes because you haven't been home to do your laundry. So again, like there's all this stuff. And again, there's not a right or wrong, but my comment to him was, I guarantee you, they're going to pay you no money and they're going to try to move you out. I think his was going to be in LA. So they're going to move you out to LA where when I looked at it, I was getting offered a position in LA as well, like a crappy rent. I was like going to rent a a room out of someone's house for like $1,400. So if you're going to get an apartment, it's $2,400 or two grand. It's like, okay, right away, 20, that's 25, 26. If you go to utilities and everything, you know, you're looking at 24 to 30 grand just on your expenses. So if you made 40 grand, you got $10,000 to now live, take gas out of it, take, and maybe they pay for your gas. He, I think he was going to get a company car, but it's like, take groceries out of it, take just living expenses. Oh, you want to go home and see your family? Like there's, there's all these things. So something to think about. And he ended up actually not taking it because we had to talk again. I didn't, I didn't know if he, what, the actual thing was going to be. We just talked before the final interview and I said, financially, make sure it makes sense for you because what these companies will do a lot of times is they know there's a lot of people hungry to get into medical device sales and they will be like, Hey, come do this. It could be a good pathway. They're going to pay you no money. And let me just make this very clear. Cause I try to be as open as I can. When they offer you 40, 50 grand, you guys, one of these, com- when these companies do that, they will make that off of in a week minimum. Like if they do a surgery, like for example, if it's orthopedics and they do a surgery and they bill 30 grand and their overhead is not 30 grand, like they can pay your salary of $40,000. And if they did four surgeries, they just paid your whole salary for the whole year. They just paid it off in a week, right? So something to think about, welcome to business. That's how people do it. They pay you a salary and employee. Well, they, they expect to make money off you, right? But just think about that, right? So they're going to pay you 40 grand and you're going to be like living on crumbs and they just made that in two two surgeries. And now you're traveling and doing this. And then what they told him, and this is why he didn't take it is, hey, there's no promise that you're going to be an associate after this. You might, if you made good relationships and you do your stuff, you might get it, but 
maybe not. Now, here is why I say no. If that sounds good to you and you're like, hey, I'm cool with making no money. I'm cool with traveling or doing all this stuff, working, grinding for a maybe no and a maybe yes to break into med device two years from now if I'm good and, and it works out. That's cool. Go for it. Now, here's my opinion. It would be like we go do the sales, but for him, it's like, why not take that same time? And everybody told me I want to break in and I just networked. I, I called everybody. Like you already heard the story. 3000 people go back. If you haven't, to, I've reached out to so many people, but like spend that time reaching out to reps, trying to buy them coffee, getting in front of them, just making relationships. And I promise you, if you go hard for six months to a year, you will break in. Now here's my talk. Why not eat it for six more months, work a job that's minimum wage or whatever, or whatever you have to do to get by for six more months to a year to get it, to go into an associate position that is a fast track. Again, you do it, you're going to make more money than you would if you were uh, these entry level roles. Plus you would then be after those year or two years or whatever, you have the experience and then you could go into a full line sales rep compared to if you do this and you ha- it's a one to two years of job performance and then you maybe go to associate and then you maybe, you know, so that's my whole talk is why not go as hard as you can and then maybe in a year from now you are six months to a year. And, I, and let me just make this clear. If you guys are good, you're talented, or if you just like are determined and know what you're doing, it won't take you a year. It won't take you, it may be six months or under. Because the just because the uh, process can take a while, but again, if you if you go hard with networking relationships, you show that you're hungry. You show you can follow up. You show that you're going to make a difference. You show that you can be a resource to somebody's team. I promise you, it won't take that long to break in if you are doing the right things. Um, so and and putting in the work. That's the biggest thing, right? I've met people who have all that, but they reached out to twenty people. Twenty people is not going to get you anywhere. Reached out to a hundred people, and then then we'll talk, right? Like that's my whole thing is if you've talked, if you've literally talked to a hundred people on the phone, I would be very surprised if you haven't had several interviews, right? Like that's just the reality. And again, I bring it all back. Welcome to sales. You want to talk to more doctors? You got to talk to more offices to get those conversions, right? Or to hospitals or whatever it is. So again, that's, that's a big take. But again, the reason I said the entry level, I think it's more beneficial for you guys to go get the b2b experience if that's what you want again and and this is my thing i didn't have b2b but i did personal training i had a whole business i only ate if i trained people right that's no different than b2b they might not consider it but i promise you my job was much harder than someone selling copiers because you had a product you just did this i had to make somebody come pay me do all the work and then they had to like it enough and get results two things and that they had to like it enough to come back and do the workout and b they had to start getting results. So I feel like mine's compared to you sell a printer. Hey, this printer does this. Cool. I was looking for a printer. Bam, bam, sale. Done. Nope. Not with personal training. It's re-up, 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 right? So like for me, that's why I'm like, I don't need to go sell a copier or a printer or a paycheck or whatever the heck they wanted me to sell. I was like, I, I know how to deal with people. I know how to, you know, do sales. I know how to make a living and eat what I kill with doing training no difference than any other sales, right? And so that's why I decided to go the route I did. But that's why I'm saying it. Instead of going and working this entry-level job, they're going to pay you 40 grand or below. And they're going to like try to tell you, oh, this is all this great stuff because you're 24, you're just out of college. Well, why not take the same time and you guys listen to these podcasts? I have several people on here that got job offers to be an associate sales rep when they were in college still. Like, why not go for that? Why would you want to waste your time in two years of making no money to then two more years of not making a lot of money to 
be doing all this grunt work to possibly one day make it. And then again, this is, I try to make this as clear as possible just because the average, let's say, I think the last time I posted and every time you check it up, like the average is 150 K. So it's 150 K to be a medical device sales rep. Well, let me promise you, you're most likely not making that your first year, right? Like it's the average. So there's some people making 80 grand that are full line sales reps. And there's some people making 300, but most likely your first year, you may or may not, you know, like for me, I, that's my, my goal is to be above the average, to make the average or be above it, you know, but like not everybody's going to be at that and not everybody's going to have the opportunity. So just something to think about when you guys are trying to break in. Um, so again, entry level rules, it's nothing bad if you think that's good for you. And, I, and again, I, I should end this way. There's no right or wrong answer. There's not. It's whatever you're comfortable with. And everybody who's ever called me about that position, I say the same thing. There's no right or wrong answer. It's just whatever you're comfortable with. Me personally, I want to do it. But that's, again, I'm different than you. You're different than me. We have different drives. We have different characteristics. We have different strengths and weaknesses. And we have different uh, options and goals that we have for our life. So, again, you guys just have to decide what's the best fit for you and what best fits your life and where you're and your goals, where you're trying to get to. And again, my whole thing is if you guys are really committed to being a medical device sales rep, why not go and work as hard as you can to break into being an associate sales rep right away instead of a maybe and go work for no money. And if you're going to go work for no money, might as well go be a sales job and get the experience. And then you at least have that on your or on your resume because here's my whole thing say you're trying to do it i just talked to somebody they were trying to break into medical device sales they didn't but they got with a top company and they're doing sales for that company and they're going to make a great living and then eventually they might be able to break into medical device sales a couple of years from now but the reason i'm saying that is if you go do sales and you learn this and you get start getting good at it it doesn't matter what you sell like you could go you can there's people who go sell solar panels or roofs and they make hundreds of thousands of dollars there's people i know who sell glass windows and they make hundreds of thousands of dollars right like it doesn't matter what you sell if you can get the skill of selling you'll be you can be successful financially or whatever success i guess looks like for you um you can you can do that so again that's what that's my opinion again i'm more of the person why would i work all this time for a maybe and make no money than you could like you literally at 40 grand, you guys, I literally say this all the time. You could go work a minimum wage job and you could work just as much hours. If you're going to work 14 to 18 hours a day, go work a minimum wage job and you probably make more. Like that's just the reality, right? Like go or go work, you know, my, my go-to place, Chipotle, go work Chipotle, make 15 bucks an hour out here. Like if I'm going to work 14, 18 hours a day, you get free meals out of like, you know what I mean? Or go do sales. That's, that's just my experience. And, and from what I would say, and again, everybody that I've talked to who has taken my advice, usually when they decline that entry, entry, entry level role that was going to pay no money and they're going to do all this traveling and they just committed usually within two to four months, they already were getting some looks that they break in as an associate sales rep, which again is already a step higher than the entry level. They're going to make more. And now you've got the option to do good. And now you're going to be a full line sales rep. So again, that's probably drug out longer than it has to be, but I just want you guys to know it, it does. There's no right or wrong answer. I just always give my opinion on like, Hey, what's going to benefit you guys the most. And it, cause I care about you guys. Like, it, cause it, cause it's the same. I, I'm talking to myself. What I want to personally go back and be 22, 23 or 26, even where I'm at now. Cause I have talked to people who are doing this and you want to go work for 40 K. Like I said, at, at the end of the day, when you add taxes, insurance, everything in, 
40k is no money and especially if it's just you like that's no money if you have a uh, and significant other or a kid no way you can't there's no way you it would be almost impossible to like live especially if you're going to california and they're offering you 45 grand to live like that would be so tough so again go get experience again nothing wrong with sales experience b2b i just didn't take that route but i already had quote-unquote sales experience that i figured would be beneficial turned out it did but again if you guys don't have that if you're new or you're just wanting to break into sales my best advice go get sales experience go do what they say b2b because they tell they told me all the time that recruiters and everybody would say go work b2b do it for six six months to a year show that you can sell and then reach out and now you have sales experience and you are you're a better candidate right so that is my spiel on that again nothing wrong with it if you guys decide to go be a an entry level like an on-site specialist or one of these entry-level roles nothing wrong with it it's what's ever good with you I just would give advice like I'm talking to a friend. I would probably go do something else that would better get you better skills to go and break into medical device sales if that is your long-term goal. So hope you guys found this helpful. If you can, press, press that like and subscribe button. If you guys are listening on the uh, podcast, five-star review helps us get to more people. And then again, new to medical device sales.com link is in the description. We'll go over how I got four job offers. Again, I go over my 30, 60, 90 day plan. I go over my business plan. I had how I was able to uh, message managers, my follow-up messages, everything I did to get four job offers from top 30 medical device sale companies with no previous sales experiences. And I did that in air quotes. If you guys are listening, um, because again, I always believed I had sales experience. They just didn't. Um, but again, it's, it's you have what it takes. You guys just have to work hard. And sometimes you just need a little outline. And that's what the book was for is, hey, I get asked all these questions. I don't have time and to jump on a million calls, but I can show you everything I did. And you literally can copy and paste and, and make it your way and do that. So hopefully you found this helpful. I'm excited for some of the upcoming episodes for you guys. If you guys would like to reach out, please reach out to Jacob McLaughlin on LinkedIn or TikTok and YouTube. Uh, you guys can reach out to us as well. Jacob McLaughlin, um, new to medical device sales. We'll all get pulled up um, on TikTok, Instagram. So again, just reach out to me. Love hearing from you guys. Would love to hear if you guys have any questions or topics that I can go over for you. Again, just try to help as many people as I can. But until next time, I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you guys keep on going after your goals and your journey goes well. And I'll see you on the next one. Peace.